This is Colossus, and you are listening to The High Regard Show. The High Regard Show. It's... Sounds like a bunch of mumbo-jumbo trash to me. Check out The High Regard Show. New episodes every Monday. Hey everybody, I'm Tom. And I'm Nikki. And this is the High Regard Show. In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem. Way up on the third floor. Moving on up. Oh, it don't get better than that. No, sir, it doesn't. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I jumped in right before Tom did. It, you know how much energy it takes to get up a breath of air to be like, hey, everybody, how's it going? Because <laughs> I had to put on my podcast voice and everything like that. And then you go in and throw a... Throw a, a what? A wrench into the system? A wrench into the system, sure. I did. A wrench... No, do you throw a wrench into a system or is it like a, a wrench into the... What's the term? You put the genie... Out of the bottle. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. I don't know what the term is, and I'm not even going to bother getting into it. But yeah, you did. You were like, you were taking like a big swell, and I'm like, I'm going to hop in there. That's how I prepare. I do my 32 seconds of meditation before we start the show. I usually do How Now Brown Cow. The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. No, usually I just like wind up yelling at you before you I show. <laughs> you that's do. A, that's, that's a real free ritual thing. It's kind of like, can you say the alphabet so we can check the mic levels? And then you like do something dumb like give me back numbers. I gave or, you numbers in French. Today. Or you sing or you just do everything but what's asked of you. You're so welcome. it's like, whatever, man. I don't even care anymore. You're welcome. So. We have quite the show idea we that do you have came quite up with. Show. I we can't did. believe, like, you know, you came up with this so quickly. And I know. Am I just not, like, sometimes on point? And you're just so prepared for it and stuff like that. I am like prepared. That. Like, like you're I'm all amped to I'm go. I'm going to own this show this week. Apparently. So if it sucks, it's on me, I guess. Yep. <laughs> well, why is that different than any other week? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I'm not running the technical stuff this week. So at least there's that. I have that in my corner. That is very true. <laughs> that is very true. Well, shall we get into a you heard since I'm just going to balls over everything this week? Yeah, why don't we just do that? You heard? So, in the theme of this week's show... Yes. This week's You Heard comes to us from NYU Langone's Urology Unit, which we happen to be very good friends with right now. You're friends with them. I wouldn't necessarily say <laughs> I'm friends with them. We're on we're on um, non-speaking terms at the moment. <laughs> we're on a break. Oh, God. <laughs> but at least they're the kind of friends that gave you morphine. I just, I just got a pleather chair to sit in. That's true. That so. is true. Be that as it may. So I overheard a nurse who was just coming on shift talking to her lover who said, and I quote, <clears throat> you asked me last night to spend the rest of my life with you. I didn't think it was funny. I thought it was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> was she upset when she was saying it? No, she was like. Just like, taking it in stride. She just like, was like very, like just very just 
flip about it and whoever's on the other end of the line like it wasn't like a like like there, it didn't seem like there was like a conflict or something hmm. it was just like very just like matter of fact and like yeah, it was stupid. <laughs> well, I guess for an office full of people that can turn a pee hole into a magic trick that, you know, little phases them. Little phases them, one could say. And with that, that's this week's You Heard. Jesus Christ is all I have to say to you. What do you want me to tell you, man? I don't know, but just whatever. So <laughs> I'm just going to just keep going. I'm just just gonna... just do that. Do that. So when we look for things to do for shows, of course, we always look to events that are happening or, you know, people that are coming to town that we could talk to that are doing cool things, you know, or other like really hot point issues. But this week we decided to just look around and see if there's any weird holidays that kind of strike our fancy. Because, you know, every single day of the year has some kind of ridiculous holiday that's tied to it. Do you know what I don't like? What don't you like, Tom? I don't like this thing that's going around on social media where it's a person's day. Like, what do you mean? Did you see this lately? Like, what do you mean? Like, every day now, all of a sudden it's like going, oh, today is Jennifer Day. If you have a Jennifer in your life, wish a happy Jennifer Day. Today is Rob Day. If you have a Rob in your life, wish him a happy Rob Day. What are you following? Are you not seeing this? No, thank God. Everyone I know are posting these god-awful things. And it's kind of like, when it's Tom Day, leave me the fuck alone. Like, that's the best thing you could possibly do for me is just completely ignore me. Like, that's what I want when it comes to be Tom Day. Oh, my God. You're such a bitch. How are you not getting this? I don't know. I'm not. I don't see anything like that. All right. Maybe because I don't. Maybe because, like, Nikki is just, like, such an awesome name that it's like there's only one, even though we know two other ones that are kind of equally as fabulous as I am. But, of course, not as great. Well, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) So anyway, so this week happens to be, you know, it, it happens to have a couple really big weird days. Like um, Wednesday is Hug an Australian Day. So if you know an Australian, give him a hug. Uh, Thursday, April 27th happens to be Babe Ruth Day. So mm. eat a Baby Ruth to celebrate. Exactly. What else would a holiday be? Well, probably about like, you know. Babe Ruth. Oh, like. the boring Babe Ruth. <laughs> not the delicious one covered in nuts and nougat. Well, I mean, you've seen the size of Babe Ruth. I mean, maybe he, maybe That'd he be was a king covered size in... Babe Ruth. <laughs> that would be a That'd real be a big Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. <laughs> and then, of course, we have on Sunday, National Honesty Day. Oh, boy. And this is where this episode comes into play. And when you first pitched me this idea, do you want to know the first thing that came in my head? Because I saved it for the air. Oh, do tell, Tom. That Jim Carrey movie, Liar, Liar, <laughs> where you could not, like, we couldn't lie about anything throughout the entire movie. Right. That's what this show is going to be like. Can't lie about anything for the entire show. Exactly. Like, so we, that's it. We cannot be liar liars or else our pants are going to be on fire, fire. Yeah, and there's been enough burning down below the way. So let's like totally just skip right oh over that for God. a bit. Lest we forget, Tom. I don't Lest think I don't think it's possible. And even if it was, I'm not gonna allow you to. Good. And I'm I'm glad our listeners are like, oh goody, here it is again. <laughs> <laughs> so, without further ado, 
let's get into our version of 20-ish truth or truth questions. Or until we run out of time, whatever, yeah, whatever comes first. Like there's like 20-ish, so whatever. So let's just get this out of the way. And since I'm asking the questions, I get to go second. All right. <laughs> what is one thing that drives you crazy about your co-host? It's so easy. And I've been telling you this now for months, and it doesn't make a difference. You don't listen. <laughs> you'll ask me a question, and I'll give you an answer. And then you'll repeat the question. I'll give you the same answer. You'll wait five minutes, ask me the same question, but with maybe an extra word thrown in. And I'll give you the same answer. Then, like, the fourth time you ask me the same question, I'll snap, and you'll say, I'm getting sick of you yelling at me all the time. That That's it. That's what drives me crazy about you. It's like going, ask a question, get an answer, move along, donkey. It's over. Show's over. Move along. Okay, Pick, well, duly noted, Tom. Tense down, pack it up, move along. I think, like, since we had our blowout last weekend, I feel like I've relaxed a little bit on it. I've been a little more quiet. You have been, but every once in a while, you're like... It's just like... It's just the mothering thing in me that comes out. I have a mom. And now you have two. I don't want Actually, you have two. Three. I don't want... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm good with one. Thank you. But okay, that's fine. cool. So, there's that. So, what bothers me about you? Is there something that bothers me about you? Is there something that you want to start shit about? me about you? Well, I think you mean, is there something <laughs> that bothers me about you? I cannot imagine a single thing about me there's that would bother you. There's not one thing. Nothing. There's not there's one nothing. thing that comes to mind. There's nothing that I do that could be bothersome to you. There are so <laughs> many things. <laughs> All right. Let's hear one. But the main one? Yeah, go on. Is the open mouth chewing. Oh, well, that's never going to stop. <laughs> that's just what it is. And you know the reason behind this. Like, we've had this conversation before oh, many we times. No, we don't get to defend. There's no defending. I didn't get to defend the reasons why. Oh, no, I did, actually. You did. You did. Okay, so you get this one defense. I. Uh, well, it depends on if you, whatever. But, I mean, seriously, at the end of the day, it's because I have two broken teeth in my mouth at very strategic points that were for chewing and it's because i used to grind my teeth so yes, much years I ago that. and it i completely splinted out of my face so now when i chew it's not easy to chew because of the missing teeth i understand that it's not easy to chew but you could still do it with your mouth closed no i can't it's I think weird that's a- <laughs> it's it's very strange but i can't i don't know why okay but whatever i don't okay, I, you know fine. what i'm not here to i'm not here to chew for your satisfaction i'm <laughs> here to chew for survival that's basically it i'm sorry if my food intake is somewhat disturbing to you but whatever man well i'm sorry if my caring is somewhat disturbing to you <laughs> if apology you could- accepted <laughs> anyway shut up if you could live in any other u.s city besides our favorite city in the world new york where would it be? A U.S. city? I, I said U.S., yes. Mm. Talk about me not listening. You know what, man? I was very, very surprisingly taken back by um, St. Paul, Minnesota. You were very smitten with it, yes. I really, really was. Because it was everything I like life to be. Cold, 
dark, <laughs> not a lot of people around, but it's still a city, so you can nice. get around. And the people that were around weren't a bunch of douchebags. Like, and they had a cheeseburger filled with cheese that oh came with a warning God. waiver that you had to sign. Juicy Lucy, I'd have you every night. But <laughs> seriously, like, I don't know why, man, but Minnesota was a huge draw for me. And I never thought of living outside of New York. Like, not in a hundred years. Right. Like, not once we moved here. No. I mean, but lately, I mean, you know, just recently, you and I, like, in one day, th- this past weekend, watched, um, uh, what was that Will Arnett show that we watched? Oh, yeah, Flaked, which was really, really, really good. Yeah, and they were in Santa Monica? No, Venice. Or Venice Beach. Venice. Yeah, they were in yeah. Venice. After seeing Venice... I would give it a go, like, to see what it's like, mm-hmm. It's maybe. like a very artsy community. Like, it's like a more laid-back, less insisting-upon-itself Brooklyn. Like, it re- yes. it's very, like, because of its artistic community and stuff, like, it reminds me of, like, Williamsburg, which, like, you know, often induces, like, eye rolls and everything like that. But it's, like, less douchey because it's California and the people are so much less, like, in your face. Like, California is just very laid-back. It's just laid so laid-back, yeah. man. But, I mean... But I know that because it's on TV, if I ever went there, I'd be like, oh, I don't like this place. But we even liked it on Californication, which it's like showcased, true. you know, true. Venice too. So we liked the area, like just from seeing it there. So I mean, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I mean, overall, though, like out of the places that we've been, like up and down the East Coast, there's nowhere that I would want to live on the East Coast. There's okay. absolutely okay. nothing in the middle of the country okay, that I want to live. But Minnesota, okay, Minnesota, great. I think. Okay, thank you. Go on. I would like San Francisco because San Francisco is always my favorite. My, you keep my talking second about choice. It. I love San Francisco. I love the look of the city, like the hills, the history. I love just the fact that it, I love the Golden Gate Bridge. Like I love that view of the Golden Gate Bridge. I love the fog, the weather. Like Ted how, Knight. I love Ted Knight. Like who I doesn't know. love Ted Knight? Too close for comfort. Goddamn. I know he's there. But the bridge and the city, it's just like. <laughs> It's just so, like, it's just so eclectic, but, like, and pretty, and the weather is absolutely perfect, because it's cooler than L.A. I mean, granted, I'm sure it gets, like, wicked hot, but, like, when I was there in, like, the late summer, I needed, like, a sweatshirt, but I was wearing, like, cut-off shorts, and it was just, like, it was the perfect weather, the perfect temperature, and I mean, like, in the fog and stuff, like, I find that, like, like sometimes it gets really, really foggy there and, like, you can't see. And, like, I remember my friend that I was visiting was like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you got to see the Golden Gate Bridge. Because that was, like, my one, of my one of my two requirements was, like, I need to drive across the Golden Gate Bridge. And it was just, like, this rare, beautiful, crystal clear blue sky San Francisco day. Which, I mean, I guess doesn't happen, like, that often. So, I mean, it just suits me. Like, fog? Like, there's just something poetic about fog. Then you should live in London. Right, but we were talking about U.S. cities. I know. You made the question up, man, but I'm just saying. So what is one item that you bought that you absolutely regret? Oh, my God, man. I mean, there's a million items. One. I'm going to give you one that happened just this past weekend. It was a butter mixer. (laughs) I bought this butter mixer, right? (laughs) Where you can make, let's say, brown butter cookies if you want. Have you ever had brown butter cookies? Yeah, you made them for me, but like of you, course. yeah. So, Naturally. but but the thing that's hard about making brown butter cookies is that you have to like stir it constantly. So you're basically 
almost burning the butter. It's like when you make a, a roasted marshmallow and you want it toasted golden brown. It's just waiting to flame up and go right, black yeah. on you. Like it's a fine line between it being browned and being completely ruined. So weeks ago, like longer than that, maybe like back in November, man, I bought like this. You ordered it from mixer. a Chinese company. I bought uh, yes, it is true. On a Black Friday, I think it was. I think it was a Black Black Friday's when I got it. Had it like in the cabinet forever. This weekend, I said I'm gonna make brown butter cookies. Put this thing in with a stick of butter. All it does is spin around and mix the butter for you, so yeah. it doesn't burn at any point. Yeah, it's basically just like yeah, it's just like goes in it and it just like keeps it swirling around. Like... And it has three legs, mm-hmm. so it's like a little tripod and it just spins. Within. Two minutes, two of the legs fell off the thing and started melting into butter. Goodbye, no cookies for the day. That's what that's going to wind up turning out to be. What a piece of shit. It was $12 that I might as well have just lit on fire and sent the ashes to China and been like, thank you very much. We're saving ourselves both the aggravation. (laughs) Okay. All right, you? I have two that like made You get one. I know. I know. Honestly, I'm going to have to say, like, I was going to say my air climber, but there has been times where I have used it when, you know, doing challenges with the Apple Watch. Mm. But a couple years ago, when I was still my sexy little stiletto wearing person that I am, I bought this BCBG pair of leopard print heels Mm. that were $98 and they were the sexiest things. And I think I wore them three times because they killed me and I could barely walk in them because they were so high. And I always regretted that. Oh, look, man, clothes purchases, you're either going to grow out of them or you're going to grow into them. They're going to be too big. But I'm very what are you miserly. Do? Like, I'm very, very miserly. So the fact that I spent like $98 on a pair of heels is still just something that I'm like, and it's been years. You're kidding me. You're miserly, you say. I am miserly. We just came back from the bodega. You spent $20 on like a bag full of choco tacos and a frozen Snickers bar. There is food that <laughs> does not get included in Fermilis purchases. <laughs> well, there's that. Happy 420, everyone. <laughs> Go on. What was the most embarrassing moment of your life? Um... I think getting the crap beat out of me on the playground, like the very, very first fight that I ever gotten into, because I mean, you could just set the precedence, the precedence for every other beating that came thereafter. I would say that maybe. I'm sorry. Yeah, whatever it happens. I didn't even know what was happening, man. I was on a swing being swung while swinging myself, you know, on a swing waiting for my parents to pick me up after school. And I was getting like really, really super high on it. And I was young, 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 young. Maybe like, I don't know, second grade maybe. Maybe first grade even. I don't know, young. And then um, I just all of a sudden, this group of kids just surround me. And I'm like going, all right, it's a little bit weird. They're so close and nobody's going on the swings. Until I was swinging forward and somebody put their fist out and punched me in the face. And the swing kept going and I didn't. So I just fell off the back of it and landed on the back of my head. That's horrible. And then got the shit kicked out of me. So I would say that was probably the most humiliating thing. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Eh, whatever. How about you? Leave it to Tom to bring down the... You asked, man. <laughs> I know. I'm just... But teasing. this is how... This is the reason why I am the way I am today, though. Okay. We're not going to get into that. There you have it. <laughs> I don't mean today or right now, but just in general. 
Um, I think my one of the biggest, most embarrassing moments of my life has to go with my regretted shoe purchase. Oh, <laughs> my God. This shoe thing is haunting. It is very <laughs> haunting. It is very haunting. I actually had to take something to work. I wore the, sho- the shoes to work one day because I knew, like, I wore them on days where I knew I wasn't going to have to, like, walk anywhere, like, except from, like, the car to the office, and that was it. But... It so happened that I had to take something to mail at like the up store for work. So I walk into the up store. It's around Christmas time and it's packed as an up store often is that time of year. And I had my package and like a couple other envelopes that I had to mail. And as I walked in the door, my heel got caught on <laughs> the rug that they had to like, you know, just keep like the real carpet from getting like sand or anything on it. Like, you know, like the salt like the you know the winter salt shit and i just face planted and face planted into oh. the box that i was set to mail crushing it like luckily it stayed open and i just mailed it like that because it was just papers and stuff in it but it was like i face planted in front of like all these people and <laughs> nobody helped me up they all just like they stood were too there. busy laughing they were too busy laughing as <laughs> i would do because there is really nothing funnier than a person falling unless it's you yeah true and getting hit in the nuts. That's like always funny. Like a nut always, shot's always, always funny. Always, yeah. always funny. Yeah. <laughs> Describe the strangest dream you've ever had. I literally told you this the other night. I know. So give us the cliff note, like the super condensed cliff notes. I'll give version. you the cliff notes. What's fascinating to me, though, is the fact that you don't remember me telling you this story because I swear I've told you this story before. And I was even thinking about it after I told you. But there was a period of two years, 24 months solid in a row back when I was in junior high where I would dream that I was standing next to a cannon. And I don't know if I was in a Confederate uniform or if I was in like, what's the other one? Union. A union uniform. I don't know. I, I couldn't so you tell. Don't know the whole if you're thing was in black gray. and white. You have no idea if you were blue I or don't. gray. I don't. But the uniforms were very, very distinctive. Like, I do know it was the Civil War. I'm 100% positive. Okay. And somebody yelled out, ready, aim, ready to cannon, aim, fire. The thing was lit. I was standing next to it. There was a huge explosion, and the a whole cannon just blows to pieces. Everything goes white. And I realize I'm in a white room, and there is not like you can't even tell the formation no of curtains. the walls. There's no black curtains. There's no, you can't even tell like if the room was round or square. It was just white. Right. And above me was just a tunnel of circles in rainbow colors. And I remember just as soon as I noticed them and started looking up at them, I started to raise up towards it and went into that tunnel. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up every single night for two years in a row. That is insane. Like, that is so strange. Yeah, and it's so weird. To, it's like I an feel acid like I, trip or something. It, you know what? It, yeah. Like a subconscious, subconscious, subconscious. Subconscious acid trip. Maybe, yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm not saying like, ooh, in my past life I did this. But I think it came up because you and I were talking. You yeah. had said, you know, what do you think you did wrong in your past life to be where you are right now? <laughs> Like, I think that was the conversation we were having. And I was like going, man, I don't know. But I remember having this dream and telling you about it, too. I mean, you know, I was a kid when I had the dream. And then you were like, wait a minute, what? And then I explained it again. And you still don't remember me telling you about this? You never once told me because I would remember something like that. That's bizarre, man. I would totally remember something like that. So, 
And now that I talked about it, like since that night that I told you, which is probably like four nights ago, I've been thinking, I'm thinking like, man, don't let me start this shit again. Like, I don't want to go back down. Write it down, write it down, type it out on your phone or something, and then it should go away. Mm, Maybe, maybe, or the electronic gods will get it. Well, how about you? My (laughs) craziest dream was, in my dream, I was at my parents' house, like, which I, you know, lived in most of my life, and... I was my best friend at the time, Aaron, in my dream, was my sister. Mm. And we were, like, hanging out in my parents' room, like, doing whatever. And, like, my parents have, like, a deck that goes out off of their their bedroom. And, like, the sun always looks so pretty coming in through the blinds. So, like, the room was, like, really, really sunny because it was, like, in the afternoon. And our father came home. But our father was actually Alec Baldwin, who we were obsessed with at the time. Like, we had this, like, very weird obsession with Alec Baldwin. That is very weird. You don't have to go any further. You can just say it's weird. <laughs> but it's, it is very weird. And he came home, and he was, like, so excited to see us. And he picks us both up and, like, hoists us. Like, like you know, like, picture, like, a mom with, like, two little kids of the same age or, like, twins or something, how, like, they hoist them both and, like, they're holding them both on a hip. Yeah. Like, he did that to us. And then... It turned into this like almost like sexual dream between me and him, but he was my dad in this dream. And when I looked down and I was like, what is happening here? Because I was starting to like wake up and I'm like, ew, I'm having sex with Alec Baldwin, but he's my dad. And I looked down and his manhood was a snow globe. (laughs) What was the little town inside of it? Did you recognize the little town no, inside of it? No, I didn't. I didn't. I have no idea what was like inside of it, but like. When you moved it what, behind it, like in the background, did you see something that just no, said that rose was... butt on it? <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was like a sled. That would be awesome. <sighs> rose butt. So that was the strangest dream that I've ever had. <laughs> okay, we can all agree. You win. <laughs> so. <laughs> Having said that, what is a quality or characteristic you would like to change about yourself? Oh, my God. I don't know. Maybe less anger. That could be a good one. I think, yeah, I think maybe. Like, I feel like, you know, man, it's weird because everybody says, like, as old people get older, they're always, like, going, and they're mean. And you're like, oh, why are you so mean for? And they're like, you get older, you'll know why. And you're like, bullshit, man. I'll never be that mean. No way. But I'm to the point now where I get it. Because you know what I think it is? And I actually just wrote this in my journal because I had a revelation of my own the other day. And it was like, you just reach that point where it's like when things start breaking and they become unfixable. And like we're both like at these this point in our life with like our health things that it's kind of like. We just come out swinging. And it's, yeah. Not even asking questions. Just yeah, be and like, it's just like it. you kind of like. You know, of course, like, you you can't help but be, like, nitpicky with people when they're like that or anything like that. But, like, you kind of can't blame them because when you reach that age where it's, like... Yeah, where everything's breaking down and you know you're at the end, it's kind of like, I got a horse in this race. (laughs) (laughs) That's something old people say, right? I think so. I think so. I ain't got a stickball on this porch. (laughs) No? I guess not. Something? I don't know. Anyway. Well, that's it. Anger. I think anger would be something. Yeah, that I think would that's change. a good place to start. Yeah. <laughs> no one gives a shit about your opinion. <laughs> well, surprisingly, mine is not to be less opinionated, <laughs> but mine's to be more chill. Like, just go with the flow more. Like, I'm a very angsty, anxious person, and I would like to be more 
like chill without the Xanax. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Do they make Xanax flavored water? Because that could help you. God damn. <laughs> Do you think that would work? Like if you dissolved like a Xanax pill in a bottle of water? I bet you it would, man. Because you're ingesting it either way. Like, why wouldn't it? Hmm, trademark. All right. We'll see what happens with that. <laughs> yeah, you need to like settle down a little bit. Yeah. All right. Well, we have that then. Well, I'm glad It's we almost agree. along the same vein as just like going, you know, just approach life a little more chill than yeah absolutely except for you just don't want to do it angstily and i don't want to like have do to punch angrily. people but whatever yeah. some people need to get punched they do so is there a historical figure that you would like to meet someday and why yes who it could be dead or alive dead or alive nikolai tesla naturally i should have of seen that of course coming. man he'd be my number one there's no doubt out of anybody in the whole entire world it would be nikolai tesla dead or alive Give me two good reasons. Give me two reasons why. Two good reasons why? Well, not two good reasons, but just two reasons, because they're all good reasons. I mean, seriously, I would love to know what was going on in his head when they were saying that we are going to, like, distribute electricity for profit in a non-safe way as opposed to his idea. Right. Because, I mean, you you know, we deal with shit every single day where it's kind of like, especially in our field because it's so friggin' subjective somebody can look at something and be like oh i don't like that color purple and it's kind of and you just look at it and you're like but it works and i know this works right for a fact, right because this is what i do right and just something stupid like that is enough to fucking set me off or i want to just okay. punch someone out okay tom but can you imagine being the guy who like created like an electricity that would be free for all to use and they were like nah yeah. We I can't. Know. We got to charge for that. That would be number one. And number two would be where did these fucking ideas come from? Like, like just thinking of stuff, not even that nobody's ever thought of before, but then actually being able to produce those ideas is mind blowing. There's not a day that goes by where I'm not thinking, like, what hasn't been invented yet? Right. That I can do where I can just crawl out of this hole that I made for myself. And there's not a lot left. This guy was making up shit like just out of literally out of thin air. He was pulling electricity out of. That's mind blowing to me. All right. Well, fair enough. He's very Who would you want to meet? Vlad the Impaler, motherfucker. It would be a two-second meeting. He would look at you, and he'd just be like, funk, off with your head. No, my God, no. He would not, because he would recognize. What? You're a fan? <laughs> <laughs> because you'd have a Vlad the Impaler fangirl shirt on, and he would just look at you and be like, he would just like kind of just point at you and give you a wink like, yeah. And I'd be like, I know. I know. Get on. What would you even say to him? I would just want to know, like, I would just, like, I think I would just get into full, like, inquisitive, like, mode of just, like, what makes you, like, why would you do this? Why would you impale these people? Why would you invite them to this church and then burn the church down? Like, I am completely fascinated by him. And it's not just because, like, I love vampires and I love Dracula and I love, like, the whole myth and I've read so many historical books. Twilight? Never. I mean, I did read, I did actually read Twilight because a friend of mine was going back to school and she had to read like a bunch of these like YA novels. And she was like, this one's about vampires. Think you can help me out and write a report? And I was like, all right. So like I read and I was like, this is the worst book I've ever read, but I only had to write like 50 words on it. So I was like, okay, fine. But 
like I love just like the historical like I've read so many books on him and it's like he's like yes he was so evil and so cruel I mean in ways that like you you can't even imagine but like he also did well for his people. Like he is revered in certain parts of like Romania and like the Carpathian mountains as this like hero because he gave, like he helped make sure some of his people were good, like that they were taken care of. And then like if they stole from him, well, they were fucked. Well, it's all just part of war and land annexation and stuff like that. It's not that, you know. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, he's just so fascinating. I would love to just like, be his like historian back then like be the person that like kept his records and like told his tale for you know what i mean that like this the tomes that people would read now that were written back then about him all right fair enough oh my god with like a quill pen yes oh my god anyway okay what is the craziest thing that's happened to you in a mall can it be a strip mall? It can be. Yeah, I'll wait. That gets. Yeah, I mean, you. We both came of age in like the eighties when strip malls were a thing. So before they put a roof on it and then called it, it a matter. regular mall. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, this is really kind of a weird story. I'll make it quick because I know you Please love do. the quick stories. Ugh. So it's just called streamlining, man. Cliff notes. I got you, man. So there was a time me and my friend Chris, we went to a liquor store in a strip mall because they didn't proof. We didn't have a lot of money on us. What we could afford was schnapps. So we loaded up on two <laughs> bottles of schnapps, right? Because that's what we, we were able to get. Ballers. <laughs> he was driving. He picked me up from my house. Not a big driver at the time. I mean, we both had our license. We both had cars. Both were not allowed to use them after dark because that was just the way our parents rolled. Okay. And as we pulled out of the parking lot, we get pulled over because he makes an illegal left-hand turn. So we get pulled over by the cop. The cop comes over, asks this kid for his license. He shows it to him. A few minutes goes by. He comes back. Asks Chris, get out of the car. Chris gets out of the car. I'm sitting in the car. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Next thing you know, I see Chris get put in handcuffs, thrown him back at a police car. Cop comes over to me, asks me to get out of the car, starts asking me, what do I know about Chris? I don't know. What do I know? He's my friend. I go to school with him, whatever. Do... I know what 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 is why do I keep calling him Chris? What's his real name? Is Chris his middle name? Is Chris what, like what is it? And I'm like Chris is his real name. Well, on his license it says his name is Roger. Well, that can't possibly be Roger Lingenfelter. Well, her last name is right. He stole his dad's car. He stole his dad's license and tried to pass himself off at age 17 as a 42 year old or a 43 year old, whatever it was, and um. Got busted with the alcohol in the cars. So we were both in back of a cop car, cuffed, and I was laughing. He was crying. All he wanted to do was be like an electrical engineer or some shit is all he kept saying over and over again. And I just couldn't stop laughing because it was so comical. And then um, eventually the cop, because we were wearing track jackets at the time, said, Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, you run home, which is about 12 miles for each of us. He's like, you run home. And he goes and says, I'm going to keep on checking on you. And he goes, I won't say anything to your parents. And we did. And the car was reported stolen. His father was told before we even got in the door that the car was st- found and his son had it. And right. that was basically it, man. That was insane. My parents, like, just kind of oblivious to the whole thing. So thankful, thankful, thankful for that. Good Lord. All right. 
Yeah. So yeah, you know. mine is not like <laughs> no criminal record involved. No, I mean, no, no. I mean, I had to run it with the cops, but it wasn't because of a mall situation. <laughs> <laughs> No, but the craziest thing that happened to me in a mall, it does involve a mall cop, but it had nothing to do LaFleur? with me. No, it wasn't the floor. <laughs> floor. It totally wasn't. <laughs> and nobody ate any chocolate ass pretzels either. Oh, okay. God. But there was a point where like the kids in my town would go to the mall on like a Friday night and just like well, loiter. It's a big city. Yeah, like and just loiter. <laughs> And whatever. And my friend was like crushing on this guy who was like two. He was, we were sophomores, I think. And he was like a junior or we were juniors and he was a senior. And he and his friend came over and they were like, oh, hey guys, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And they were flirting. We were flirting back. And then the one whose name coincidentally is Tom was like, oh, I bet you guys, because we were sitting on a bench like outside of one of the stores and because I always had to sit. Like, I always needed to sit down. Like, okay. I'm a sitter. And he goes, I bet you guys don't think that I could leap over this this bench. Because, you know, it was like one of those, like, like those the old The one you school- were sitting on? Yeah. Right. It was like one of those old school mall benches. So it was like we were sitting on one side and it was like rounded and like like wooden slatted. And then like there was like another side to it. So right. it had like two sides that people could sit on. And I was like... All right, I'm like, I know you're in track, but like, I'm calling bullshit because it like the the bench was between like two kiosks, you know, like the perfume kiosk that like I swear to God is still there from like the last time I was at the mall. Probably there's not a lot of change in the mall, but there wasn't like a lot of room, and I was like, okay, bullshit. Like I know you run track and shit, but I'm like, you're not gonna be able to do this. So we get up. So he's like, because you guys got to get up because he couldn't leap over us, obviously. Well, good for you. A little kick in the head. Yeah. And I, like, but he did like he just like stood like as far up against like the one kiosk as he could. And then he just like ran and just like hopped right over the bench. But he happened to be doing it at the same time that like a mall cop was walking by. And he got handcuffed for it. And for we were jumping just like, over a bench. And we're like, what are you doing? Like, he just got like, he was like, he was just jumping over a bench. They held him for four hours for that because the mall cop, because I mean, at the time, what everybody else was I got like, going on? Shit. Really? Seriously? And the mall cop was like, seriously, like maybe four years older than all of us. Like, so he was like, just like super green. And it was just like, all right, he has something to prove. And we were Good just like, Lord. oh my God. And needless to say, nothing ever worked out with it. My friend and that guy because she was like, oh, "That's ridiculous." <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> what is the meanest thing you have ever done in your life? The meanest thing that I have ever done. Well, I don't count it as mean because I did it right. And you do nothing wrong ever. There was a woman who crossed me once, and. I think we brought it up on the show before, this whole, like, sexual harassment thing that yes. happened once upon a time a long, long time ago. Yes. <laughs> Which I was found innocent of, in case yes. anybody's listening that's yes. of importance. But after that whole incident happened, I decided to create a bunch of dating profiles for this woman and email accounts for her and face. Fake face at the time, my MySpace. It was MySpace at the time, so I set up a MySpace page for her. Oh my god! And her name was Horny Troll for You. <laughs> and that is a terrible thing. I basically just trolled everybody, and then would get all the emails sent to this Hotmail account that I sent up, that I set up, 
and then have all the replies that I had gotten in forwarded to her email so she couldn't tell where they were coming from or respond to them. And that went on for about six months. Oh, my God. I feel like that was kind of mean. That was that was not just mean, but like way fucked up. uh, You know what, man? Don't fuck with me, dude. Just don't fuck with me. All right. All right. You. I said something to a friend. Um, we got, we had gotten in a fight when I was in like grade school and she was like one of my like closest friends. We had gotten in this like really weird fight and both of us said stuff and I said something about her father who no longer was around. Which way? Dead or? Just no longer around. Oh, he just nobody ever knew. Yeah. Like nobody ever really knew what happened to him. He was getting cigarettes. Takes a while. Yeah. (laughs) And I just like said something like about that, like just made like a flip comment about it and it was really bad and like she got like really really upset and we never really became like we were we still stayed friendly but like it never you was basically killed i basically killed our friendship yeah. and i really like and i I re- i've regretted that and i've thought about that like over the years like so many times just because she was such a great like we were such good friends and like so similar like we just were like similar like personality and so you stuff should like reach that. out to her and just be like hey man i know i was a douche but oh, I don't whatever. Know. I don't know about that. Well, whatever, man. That's know. what that's what atonement's all about. So go on. Have you ever peed in a pool? Uh, of course, man. When I was a kid, for sure. I mean, I think every kid winds up peeing in a pool because if you're told not to, what are you gonna do? Pee in a pool. Of course. And it's like, what are you supposed to do? Go to the bathroom? Like, you're I mean, all as an wet. adult, yes, for sure, absolutely. I will not pee in a pool as an adult just because I don't want to stand in my own pee. No, just not the case. Man. Okay. I won't even pee in the shower because I'm like, I'm not going to get pee on my feet. Not going to happen. Okay. Especially if I'm in the bathroom that I'm right next to a toilet bowl. Or if you're on a beach, it's kind of like I can run behind a bush or whatever, man. I don't need to like, you know, deal. But, I don't know, man. Peeing in the pool, I think every kid in the world's peed in the pool. I may or may not have peed in a pool. I, I have peed in a pool. You pooped your pants at 10. I was three fuck faced. This, this, this is not the story that I get from your brother. Yeah. This is not the story you're going to get from my brother because he embellishes it. And every time he tells the story, which is every time he's ever around me, the age goes up. So it's going to be on like when I turn 40 in like two months, he's going to be like, Nikki, you have to pants 37. 14. I think 14 <laughs> is the over under for this year. I was three. Whatever, I was man. fucking three, and it is completely acceptable for a three-year-old to poop their pants. P- poop your pants at three, piss in the pool at 35. No one gives a shit, <laughs> tell you the truth, man. I don't but even I know think, where this question comes from. But I think the thing that keeps it, like, in such family lore is the fact that not only did I, like, have this horrible act occur in my pants... I kept saying... You did it. I know. But I kept saying, I poop my pants. I poop my pants. <laughs> because people couldn't figure it out from the stanch <laughs> coming out of your ass. Okay, fair enough. What is the What is the one thing that you fear the most? Like, what's your biggest fear? Water. Absolutely water. I totally... I'm petrified of, like, the ocean, man. Like, I have no interest in the ocean, which kind of really limits our vacation spots. It really does. It really does. I mean, I'll go... I've I've come a long way where I walk in, like, a little bit. You'll, you'll put your... T- you'll almost dip your just below my knee is where I'll go. <coughs> so, but aside from that, no, man. Just water and then followed by spot- spiders. Okay. You? Snakes. 
Oh, yeah. 150% snakes. What would be a second option? Because everyone knows, like, you're afraid of snakes. Well, everyone knows you're afraid of water. That's why I gave a second option. My second. My fist! No, not your fist, because I can fucking take you when I get out of the hospital. <laughs> no, you can't. You won't even remember who I was when Whatever. you get out of the hospital. Whatever. Um, I'd have to say maybe heights, but to be honest, like, I'm not a big fan of the dark. Really? I love the dark. I know you do, and I hate that you like the dark. I can't wait to die just to be in the dark all the time. I just don't like dark. Like, I just, like, 100% dark, like, I just, I don't like it. It gives so. you that feeling of floating, man. It doesn't give me that feeling of floating. It just gives me, like, what's in the corner? You got too much angst going on. Like, you just got to like, let it go. It like, once you let it go, it just be kind of yeah. like, you know, this is what it's like to just to be, like, in weightlessness and just floating. There you go. Yes. What is the most exotic food you've ever eaten? Probably a kiwi. You like that's the most exotic. Had, food? I don't know, man. Like it's weird because it's like bright green. There's like weird seeds in it. It's fuzzy on the outside. It's slimy in the middle. Like it's. Think about it, man. A kiwi's kind of like a different, weird food. I don't know. Okay. Why? What did you eat that was like so weird? Alligator. I've had alligator. I don't count that as weird. But it is weird because like you shouldn't be eating alligator. Because you one, never lived in Florida. If you no, lived in Florida, it would not be a big deal. No, if I lived in Florida, I'd be eating friggin' alligator all the time because that yeah. shit is good. Yeah, no kidding, man. See, when I lived in Florida, I'd have alligator like once a week, so that's not like a big deal. I had alligator for the very first time when I was in Texas, when my father lived in Texas, and we were like on our way back from Galveston. He lived in Beaumont, and it was like just like we we're on this like two lane highway coming home, and there's just like roadside biker bar restaurant and we just sat at these picnic tables and we're like let's get an order alligator and i'm like i'm not eating alligator that's nasty because number Mm -hmm. one it's a reptile number two it's like it was so friggin' good so that would i think that would be like the most exotic thing fair enough fair enough what was your childhood nickname taco (laughs) it's taco do tell i mean i know the answer you know the answer but the short story is when I was in junior high school, going into high school. I got like this presidential fitness award thing that every kid gets Did you get a as long as they like can, Tyler? pretty much as long as you can hang from a bar, you get a certificate for the most part. But I did really good in the running. I aspect. never got one. Oh my god! So I never. I, I did the running part of it really, really well. And after it was over, because most of my time was spent running away from kids who wanted to beat me up True. before time. So my it winds up being that the coach at the high school was there and he saw me. And he came over to me like a young Forrest Gump, and he said, would you be interested in running cross-country for the high school? Because I'd be going into it the following year. And I was like, yeah, I think so. Summertime comes. I somehow got on a list. Um, I get a phone call from a kid. This is not a short story. It is. It is. Just get to the point. Well, I'm never going to finish if you keep interrupting. So anyway, so this, this kid calls up, and he's like, we're going to have like a get-together tonight for the team. Do you want to get come down and i was like sure man i'll be there so i'm like oh we should i wear anything special are we doing anything he's like nope just come down so i ate six tacos for dinner went down to the school i get there i'm wearing work boots jeans a chain wallet and i think an acdc three-quarter sleeve rock shirt as one does well as does the fashion of the times right so i'm sitting there and all of a sudden they're like we're gonna go for a run they're all in shorts and t-shirts. And I'm like, shit. And they're like, you don't have to. Don't worry about it. I'm like, no, I'm gonna. 
So we're running. We're two miles out. And I don't know where the hell we are because, I mean, I was driven every place by my parents. I'm going into ninth grade at this point, for Christ's sakes. Oh, my God. I hate you with the story. All Just of a sudden, there. I start feeling nauseous. And the rest of the, the team was like, man, we're going. Like, we're on pace. We're not stopping. And one kid slowed down to wait for me. I wound up throwing up. But I kept on trying to run and swallowing it at the same time. So it was kind of like blowing out the sides of my mouth. But I was sucking it oh down at God, the same time. Oh, my God. You were the most disgusting human being ever. So this kid, Ricky Delgado, was like, <laughs> Ricky Delgado. what did you eat? And I was like, I had six tacos before we left. And by the time we finished the last two miles out of the four-mile run and got back to the school, Ricky's like, this guy's name is Taco from here on out. And it stuck to this day. People still call me Taco. And that's just what it is, man. They should call you long-winded is what they should call you. They should call you shut the hell up. My brother had a girlfriend who used to talk a lot. And Denny, my dad, called her Wendy. Because <laughs> <laughs> her name was Wendy. That actually is pretty clever. Is. What was yours? Mine was scruffy. Because there was a period of my life where I was a tomboy. And I didn't like <laughs> taking baths or brushing my hair. So my brother would call me scruffy. All right. Nice and short and sweet boring but okay it's not it's funny and it tells you everything that you need to know if there was no such thing as money what would you want to do with your life <laughs> the same thing i do with my life now i feel like i have no money sit in the couch and watch tv like what else is there in life okay fair enough you i would still write like i would just want to be a writer like i just want to like work on novels all day like all day long like i would just want to just write and just write all right. Like, just have nothing but time to write for me, myself, a book. You have many, many options. There's nothing that's stopping you from writing a book. Except for life and a job. Fuck and that. other things that go on with life. Nobody cares about any of those things, so you might as well just go <laughs> and do it. What is the worst decision one of your friends or family members has ever made? Mmm... It's 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 a really really hard one because there is a guy who I know who wound up leaving his family, and I know that like having been a product, well not a product of divorce, but having been involved in a divorce myself, it's kind of like you don't know my circumstance, so you do not have the right to judge me unless you know like what my situation right. is. But I know this guy's situation, and he was just a scumbag about the way he did it, and they gave up like everything like he gave up like his entire family and it's just just unbelievable that anybody would do that okay you staying with the wrong person for entirely too long oh i think everybody does that though especially when you're younger that's what happens you don't yeah. know what you because i think no i know no you can't figure it out until you get older as time goes by is like you have to go through like a bunch of people i think to figure no, out no, like no. This oh is, this is this is different this is a person who's not like just starting out like this is the person who is established and is just at the prime of their life and they're just wasting their life with the wrong person yeah who says who's to say it's the prime of your life man I guess not. I feel like I haven't hit the prime of my life yet. I'm still waiting, so okay. whatever. Who would you like to be marooned on a desert island with? Brie Olson. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the answer I wanted. <laughs> you wanted the truth show, right? I did. Do you know how to fish? I, I do know how to fish. 
So Do you you're think Briosa knows how to fish? I think she definitely knows how to fish. Yeah. There's no doubt. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I'm sure there's some scenario sure where they had a fish something out of somewhere. <laughs> sure she could fish us up a couple of pizza deliveries somehow i've seen that movie (laughs) (laughs) who the hell would you want to be marooned on a desert island with well i was going to say you horrible choice i know horrible choice i ain't doing shit if i'm on a desert island it's gonna be like go get your own fucking coconut man what you know how lazy i am when it comes to that bear gorillas creepy guy that's actually a pretty good one i think that's a that's a good choice maybe one of the alaskan bush people oh my god (laughs) you 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 better be really specific you get that really little retarded one that like goes running up and down trees bear whose name is bear (laughs) yeah but he could climb up trees so i mean so that's a good skill yeah i wouldn't be able to understand a goddamn word his inbred language would be but at least i'd know i'd he'd build a shelter he'd build a lean-to and bear i'm starving hold on i'll be right back i gotta run up a tree (laughs) bear it's freezing hold on i gotta go run up a tree like yeah that's not the one you want you want the old grizzly dad i think well i think you might give me the same answer for this one but who do you think (laughs) who do you think is the sexiest celebrity brie olsen Definitely. But she's not the same as she was, though. So I don't know, man. No. Because she's changed a lot over the years. Yeah. Charlie Sheen will do that to you. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I used to love Charlie Sheen, man. But now I like have a death wish for that guy. Yeah, he, I think, has one. I think he. Uh, I think his death wish has caught up to him. Doesn't it figure like the one thing that I wish for is the death of Charlie Sheen, as opposed to all the other good things I wished for over the years? <laughs> it's the death of Charlie Sheen. It's got to be the one thing that I wish for that has to come true. <laughs> Whatever, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mine, I think, right now would be Keanu Reeves. TV star? Keanu Reeves, sexiest celebrity. Oh, celebrity in general. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, fair then your enough. answer wouldn't stand because Brie right. has not been on TV. Well, you never know. But he's just like, like, like Keanu as John Wick. Like he's just a badass with like. He would want nothing to do with nobody though, unless he just wants you were a dog. But he just wants then. to. Be he just needs the right woman to love him. That's what it is. All right, fair enough. And finally, would you rather be able to be? Would you rather be able to fly or be invisible, and why? Fly. I always thought flying would be the coolest power of all the powers. Why? I don't know, man. Like just be able to get places. Like you know how I hate walking on the sidewalk with all these dumb shitheads, like just stopping in the middle of like looking at the flying stuff. You just just kind of just shoot up and over them all. Get to wherever you need to see things that nobody else could see because you're way up there. And I don't know. Okay. Invisibility seems cool, but it's more of like a like a pervert power. Like, I feel like there's no point of being invisible unless you're like some kind of perv. Go, go, pervert power. <laughs> like, seriously, like what what else can you possibly gain from it? You know what I mean? Like, it's really just an extension of being a voyeur. You could be a voyeur without being invisible. You could just hide behind a curtain, for Christ's sakes. Like you do every night as you peer out the window <laughs> at our neighbors. And every time I go back to Pennsylvania, I'm like, I really need to bring my like high-tech binoculars with me. I'm going to, so watch out. I know, York. it's coming. You? I would choose to be invisible. <laughs> Fucking pervert. No, I'm not a pervert. I'm just nosy. I'm a spy. I, I, I just... It's... 
I'm just fascinated by why people do things. Like, I want to know why the people above us fight as much as they do. I want to know what they're doing in the fucking corner what of our What is your invisibility going to do for that? It's going to let me just see what they do. I just want, like, I mean, I should have been, like, a sociologist. Like, I guess that's, like, the thing that, like, studies people and, like, why people do things. Like, or maybe that's, like, anthropology. I don't know. But whatever. I don't know. One of them is whatever. bones. One of them is other things. No. <laughs> oh wait, anthropology. I don't know. No, arch- you're thinking archaeology. Archaeology is digging in the dirt like Buster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I want to know like what makes people do the things that they do, and I love just watching people in like their natural element. But if you could fly, you could just fly up there and look in their window. And yeah, but you then, could see me, and then I. It doesn't make a difference because then you could fly away. What are they going to call the cops to say the flying guy like came by and was standing outside my window just <laughs> now? Know. And they're going to be like, going, okay, maybe those drug complaints really were relevant at this <laughs> point in time. As opposed to you go out standing there and you're not mobile enough. You know what's going to happen? Someone's going to throw a bucket of cat piss okay, on you. I didn't shit all over your stupid I'm answers, your saying. 97 fucking minute stories Whatever. that you told. Whatever. Anyway. Anyway. That comes to the end of our question portion of the show. And I think the end of our show, I would assume, right? Unless you want to do a roly poly roly. You do, How don't you? How much time do we have? We got a couple of minutes. We can make a Show quick me. one. There's no such thing as a thick one with you. Play that music. Roly poly roly. Roly poly roly. It better be good. So what have you got? Show me what you got. I saw the surgeon. I told you that, right? <laughs> Well, last week, obviously, you talked about going, going that to the you surgeon. were going to the surgeon and you couldn't wait to show him how much you weighed and how much you lost. So fill us in on that. You have approximately, I'm going to, uh, I want to start a timer, but I don't Three minutes is what I got. And oh. I'll tell you, he was psyched. He was so psyched to the point where he was like, man, I don't know what it is that you're doing as far as diet goes. And I kind of just said, well, I'm like, it's not all good. And he was like, you know what? I don't even want to know because whatever it is, it's working. So keep on doing it to the point where I didn't even need to do blood work this time. That's awesome. So down over 110 pounds now in six months exactly. He was like, you are so far ahead of schedule. It's a insane. medical miracle. And he was just like, he goes, this is absolutely fantastic. He goes, I cannot believe how well it's working out. And then it was like, yeah, well, you know, it's, I, I think it was from the running in the beginning, like just early on. I think on. that and, really helped you, yeah. You know, and he, and he, as of right now, he's like, I don't, you know, unless you want it or you don't feel comfortable about it, he goes, I don't think that you need excess skin removal or anything like that right now because everything's staying pretty tight. I'm shrinking proportionately, which is good, which is something, right, which yeah. is diet and exercise. I think that that's, helps yeah. Stuff, and I definitely so. think running totally did help with that. Like, because I know a lot of people do say, like, with the excess skin and everything that, like, you know, but like, I think you ran at the perfect time when that, like, excess skin would have been such a bigger issue. Oh, my God, yeah. Than just, so. like, you eating right or eating, you know, so, so little. Like, you were eating so little, but you were eating right, and you were doing that, like, just vital exercise. Yeah, and now I swear, like, and I, you know, I come out of it, and I tell them, I'm like, oh, look, man, I'm like, 
there are times where I'll snack and he goes and says, don't avoid it. And he goes and says, if you want to have like something like cookies or something like that, don't have 10. Have a Chaco one. taco like we had just before. Or no, you had like a I ice had an ice cream sandwich. But he was just like, you don't deny yourself these things. And I think that's something that should be said for anybody that's on a diet. You're going to go on a diet. Go on a diet if you want to go on a diet. At the end of the day, though, if you deprive yourself stuff to the point where it's going to make you crazy, you're not going to like do good on it. So don't. You feel like having a cookie? Have a cookie. But then go do something to work it off because you know that you have to pay that price back somehow. Right. And that's basically it. So I just wanted to share that everything's working out good to even the point where the surgeon was happy with his work. Well, that's awesome. I'm very happy for you and I'm very proud of you because you look amazing and you are very strong and your willpower is ridiculous. Well, I am brave. So there's that. And that's this week's Roly Poly Roly. (laughs) Ah, I'm brave. So I think that's it with this show. I think that's more than enough. It is. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, I don't know why you saturate the whole thing, but (laughs) if you want to learn more about us, check out our website, man. We're online. We're in the modern age right now. A podcast is in your computer. (laughs) Crazy. Don't rattle it around too much. Mm-hmm. You can check us out at highregardshow.com. And, of course, you can send any questions, comments, or whatever the hell else you want to send us. It's, some of it's, like, so weird, man. But, anyway, um, send it to highregardshow at gmail.com. And you could always find us on all social, social media. I can never say that right. But I don't you know can- why. You can always find us on social media as High Regard Show, where we share behind-the-scenes nuggets of things that come out of our mouth late, late, late on Saturday nights, as well as funny (laughs) quotes from the show. (laughs) That is true. And there are some, believe me. And how will they find us on this social media that you so... I said as High Regard Show. I said it, so who doesn't listen? Me, I don't listen. I don't listen. You really don't. I don't care. Have a great week, everybody. We will see you again next week. Have a good week. And enjoy National Honesty Day. Be sure to tell the truth all day on Sunday. Unless it's going to get you in trouble. (laughs) Good night, everyone. So you think you're going to live your life alone, in darkness, in seclusion. Yeah, I know. You've been out there and tried to mix with the animals. And it just left you full of humiliated confusion. But the feeling of loneliness never leaves you. It haunts you everywhere you go. And then you meet me and your whole world changes. Because everything I say is everything you've ever wanted to hear. So you drop your defenses and you drop all your fears. And you're so busy feeling good that you never question why things are going so well. You wanna know why?